Bye, Craig. 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 Where would we be without Craig? Well, we wouldn't have 25 subscribers on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. Hello, guys. And nearly nearly 350 on Twitter. Oh, wow, really? They love it. Oh yeah, I'm having Whoever two. They are. I'm having two cans of Mountain Dew tonight. Ooh! <laughs> and I got a, I got a new, I got a new roll, packing tape. Oh no! Don't, don't overspend. Don't let I, the advertisement dollars go to, to your head. <laughs> okay, well let's let's just let's just get this rolling, okay? Yeah. And um, you're all going to be doing intros for your characters shortly, so get your sheets ready and such and such. And we shall just begin. So it's early June, 1922, and you are all members of the Society for the Exploration of the Unexplained, an informal extracurricular society based at Miskatonic University in Arkham, Massachusetts, where you are all either faculty or students. The society was founded in 1889 by a group of professors and students who had a mutual interest in unexplained phenomena and meets once a month in a private reading room of the university's library. The SEU, as it's known, has gained minor public notoriety through their assistance in a number of high-profile police investigations that have come to the attention of local and national press. And as a result of this, members of the society are often sought out by the authorities, as well as by private individuals who are in need of help with all manner of strange mysteries. And so at um, this month's meeting, um, there are some new members. And so you've all been asked to basically uh, introduce yourselves and tell everyone a little about yourself. And why don't we just start from the top down and go with um, Alexander Kilgore here. Yes, so uh, my name is Alexander um, and I'm a a student of psychology. And uh, my interest in joining uh, this organization uh, stems from uh, the uh, focus of my coursework, which is mostly uh, working with individuals who have believed that they have encountered something of a supernatural nature or uh, believe in uh, the words of uh, cults and other uh, strange occult organizations of that of that sort and uh, to try to help try to understand where they might be coming from so that i can uh, successfully help them with their delusions okay and uh miss kane Yes, uh, I am uh, Keiko Kane. I am a science student, um, and I uh, was born in San Francisco. I, I, I am of the belief that ghosts do not exist. I don't believe in them, and uh, there must be a scientific explanation for for any kind of weird paranormal uh, goings on. So that's kind of you know I guess part of my thesis is. You know, I'm like the, I'm like, what is, what's his name? The James Randi of, of, uh, of, uh, paranormal phenomenon. I want to disprove James, it through science. James Randi? I, I never heard of this person you, you speak um, of. Oh, he's this, he's this guy that, uh, that offers, uh, a great deal of money to anybody who can actually prove oh. that they've seen a ghost or something weird that 
paranormal. Ah, so he's like Mr. Houdini. Uh, in a way, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, and uh, in terms of family, I have an older brother uh, who works as a doctor in San Francisco, whose name is Hugo. No joke, no joke at all. His name is Hugo. Um, and uh, I carry a silver pen knife that he gave me as a good luck token. Awesome. And I play hockey. Sorry? Because I have a hockey stick. It's my, oh, it's you, part you, of my gear. Oh, you're a, you're a hockey player. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Professor Avery. Yes, I am Wentworth Avery, professor <laughs> of languages at Miskatonic University. I specialize in Latin. Uh, I also have a pretty uh, interesting skill in hieroglyphics and Greek. I, uh, oh, I have to say, uh, folklore and spirituality, very fascinating stuff. Uh, haven't seen any evidence of it, but I, I, I do have to say that after my late wife Jane died, I was very certain that there is something that she wanted to tell me. And so I have joined this organization hoping to figure out what it is she wanted to let me know. Um, I, I carry her picture around in this small frame at all times. Uh, she, is, she was a delightful woman. You, you would have loved her. Oh, and last but not least, Miss Williams. Hi, my name is Jesse Williams. I'm a history student. Um, I am actually really fascinated with this sort of thing because it's outside of the realm of what we normally go through on a day-to-day -day basis, plus... Part of history, of course, is the the mythos that any particular culture makes up, and I I find it fascinating how they they become part of of a culture's life lives life. Hmm, I need coffee. Uh, <laughs> one thing I know for sure is uh, that my mother's fascinated with this stuff. I write to her about it all the time, and uh, her name's Joyce, and. Um, I've always been very close to her. Uh, we used to go to church every single week, um, every single weekend. Uh, I, I, I've, I've, I miss her a great deal, and I miss her cooking, which is amazing. But she finds this all very fascinating, and um, she doesn't quite know how deep I get into things like trouble sometimes. And but I can't help myself. I really like to be around, you know, what's happening. <laughs> so hopefully, I'll be able to add to my uh, my history major portfolio as far as what have I learned and where am I studying? I think this might become a focus for me. Hmm. Okay. Well, what's the name, what's the name I, of our little adventure column? Um, today's little adventure is going to be called uh, the paper chase. Hmm. Thank you. I need to take notes. AKA Lordy Lummy, it's another mummy. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, no, really? It's going to be another mummy? No, no, it's not <laughs> a mummy. No. <sighs> two mummy, two mummies in a row is quite enough. <laughs> so, okay. So at this month's meeting, Miss Williams has brought a telegram, which she received from her cousin, Thomas Kimball with regard to their uncle, her mother Joyce's brother, Douglas. Douglas disappeared on August 31st, 1920, and it's now early June, 1922. So he disappeared almost two years ago. And having only met him when she was a very small child, 
Jesse has no recollection of her uncle Douglas. He was an unmarried recluse and an avid reader and collector of books. But you have much fondness in your heart for him, as he would send you books on every special occasion of the year, birthdays, Christmas, and other holidays. And this practice continued right up until his disappearance. And these books instilled in Jessie a love of history, which led her to where she is now, a proud female student at Miskatonic University. And your cousin Thomas, who now resides as the caretaker of your uncle Douglas's house, writes to say that the house has been burglarized and some of your uncle's favorite books have been stolen. And given their uncle's inexplicable disappearance, Thomas finds this mystery more than a little unusual. And knowing that you're a member of the SEU, he hopes that you could persuade them to send a group of investigators to find out who stole the books, return them if possible, and perhaps discover the fate of your beloved uncle, a task which the local police department have failed to do. And so you have convinced, you've brought this to a vote at the SEU, and they have agreed to send a team of investigators and they will fund it to um, for a trip to Arnoldsburg, Michigan, which is a semi-rural suburb just outside of Ann Arbor. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so the four of you are going to be you're making your way by taxi to Boston. And then you catch the train in Boston. And then the train journey to um, Michigan is about, um, it, takes, it, takes about, it takes about two days at this point in time. So, but they're pretty comfortable. You get pretty comfortable level of travel. Um, That's great. Due to your funding. Yeah, it looks all right. It's good. You can sit back and relax and smoke and have all of your, all of the, the fineries of life. I'm smoking my pipe. You're smoking your pipe. Okay. Yeah, I've been well, the cigarette. So the train from Boston pulls, pulls into Ann Arbor and then um, you catch a taxi in Ann Arbor out to Arnoldsburg. And um, Arnoldsburg is a semi-rural suburb of Ann Arbor. Um, let me see if I can show you something. Can believe? Um, as you travel through the town, you know it's, it's quite unremarkable. It's a it's a typical it's a typical suburb, and the only buildings of note that you notice among the usual mom and pop stores our small library, and then the police station, and then the offices of the local newspaper, which is the Arnoldsburg Advertiser. And let me see, where am I? That is the downtown area, see? Very run of the mill, very ordinary. So the taxi 
pulls up at um, 218 Aylesbury Street in Arnoldsburg at just 9 a.m. almost on the dot. And you can see that it's shaping up to be a perfect summer's day. There's just a partly cloudy, very gentle breeze, very pleasant temperatures. And um, the taxi driver helps you all with your bags, drives off. And um, Jesse's cousin Thomas opens the front door and comes to greet you and help you with your bags. And he invites you all inside. And he informs you that you're all welcome to stay in the house and use it for your base of operations. And he tells you he's prepared two rooms, one for the ladies and one for the gents, and that you'll have to share beds, but that they're all very quite comfortable. There's also plenty of food in the kitchen. He informs you that you're free to roam the house, and he's moved into most of the house, but has left Douglas's, your Uncle Douglas's study untouched. Um, it was clearly your uncle's favorite room, and your cousin Thomas doesn't want to offend him, should he return. And then uh, Thomas has also offered to cover all of your expenses while you're here and can pay you $10 for your services, mm. which in today's money is approximately $240. Inflation. Inflation. $40 cash plus all expenses paid. That's not terrible. It's no. Rather oh, it's not. My, my cousin is very generous. Very. Mm-hmm. And you get to sample the delights of Michigan. Yeah, the delights. <laughs> oh, Michigan is right, wonderful. Yeah. So you're in. You are in. You're in the um in the main hallway of um the Kimball House, and um Thomas is here and has just explained all of this to you, and um he seems like quite an amiable fellow, and is eager to assist in any way he can. And he says, I'm quite happy to tag along and act as your guide in town if you'd like to go into town. Or if you'd like to, of course, look around the house, you are free to do so. Thank you. Um, uh, I'm afraid, uh, Jesse, uh, I, I don't believe that you had any of the, the particulars of, um, of your uncle's disappearance, correct? Like, uh, when... How long has it been? Uh, when was the last time they were seen? All those really basic details might be the best place to start. Well, I mean, uh, if I remember correctly, he he disappeared about two years ago. Yes, that's correct. And and uh, no one knows quite what happened. And the thing is, is that he sent me a book about a week before he disappeared that I still have. And so, I mean, I don't think he was in trouble or anything. Just... Absolutely, absolutely not. I agree with you entirely, cousin. Mm -hmm. So that's, but that's all I know, Thomas. I mean, if there's anything else you can tell us that might be helpful for the group. No, not not at all. I had taken I had taken a trip to Rochester, New York, and he was in good spirits when I left, and I had no reason for suspicion at all. Um, I mean. Uncle Uncle Douglas always kept to himself, and um, he, he, all he wanted to do was just be alone with his books from dawn until dusk. So, 
beyond knocking on the door occasionally and offering him a cup of tea, um, I just left him to his own devices and he to mine. And he was generous enough to allow me to stay here while I attended the university, free of rent. Um, but when I returned from Rochester, that he was gone. And that was almost two years ago now. And the, I reported it, of course, to the police. Mm-hmm. And they searched and they found nothing. Right. So, And then now this... Just a few nights ago, this burglary, right. and I, of course, I could not go to the police because they were useless. Did, could you tell what was stolen? I know books, but I mean, do you know which ones by anything? Oh, I couldn't tell you. You're welcome to. You're welcome to see his study. I just heard a noise from from the study, and when I came down in the morning, I just noticed that. These books, there was a there was a pile of books that he kept on his desk. I would say there were maybe five, six volumes, and they were gone. I noticed that uh, his lamp had been knocked over, and his books were gone. But just these books. But I could not tell you what books they are. You know Uncle, how Uncle Douglas is. He was yeah, just okay. such a voracious reader. And yeah. So, I mean, you are welcome to. You are welcome to. Um, search the study if you if you wish. Well, I say we start there then because that would have been where he was most of the time, right? I agree. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that seems reasonable to me. Okay. And so Thomas um, the leads you down the hallway and um, opens the door to the study. It's a large room. It's clearly the biggest room in the downstairs portion of the house. And it is completely cluttered and piled high with books. Just books of all shapes and sizes on every subject imaginable. And they're identical only in that they're they're clearly all well-loved and cared for. And um, the room's filled with natural light from two large windows in the western wall. And in front of the, um, there is a desk with a lamp, and um, beyond that, there doesn't seem to be anything unusual about the room, other than it's like it would be the envy of some libraries. Well, no, go ahead, Jenny. Oh no. Oh no. Losing Jenny for a second. Welcome back. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. What did you ask me? Uh oh, I I, I it sounded like you started to say a thing as I was saying a thing and I, I said go on ahead. I did not say a thing, please. I think that was me. Oh, Kathy. Yeah, sorry. I now don't I I, I now cannot recall. <laughs> okay, Alexander Kilgore. All right, I'll go with mine then. Um, in examining uh, the the shelves of the of the study, are there any um, 
Uh, are there any uh, noticeable spots where there looks like there might have been a book placed there, but it had been, you know, taken down and uh, put onto onto this stack that went missing? Yes. Okay. Um, good, good search, sir. Yeah. All right. There are there are some you can see you can see um, as you examine the shelves that you know there are certain empty places between books where books have been removed. Now, does your uncle organize his study as uh, as well as I organize mine? Can we can we infer perhaps what uh, what 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 volumes might be missing? Um, hmm. Admittedly, I don't know how organized he was about this sort of thing. He he knew where all of his books were, you but can, you know, yeah. we could check and see. I mean, does it look alphabetical to you? Does it look like it's separated by topic? Subject, you right? Discern. Um, I'll tell you what you can discern. You can discern that they're basically sorted um, uh, maybe by size. <laughs> that seems to be the, it seems to have been Douglas's only sorting criteria because as you look you look on one shelf, there's like natural history, biology, and then travel, geography, <laughs> political history, nature, science, just a just an absolute mishmash of like, just the eclectic tastes of an avid reader, just all mm. over the place. Huh. Um, it very um, almost no fiction. They're they're almost all um, um, factual or reference books. There's there's no um, there doesn't seem to, your uncle didn't seem to have any interest in, in fiction in general. But it's just mm-hmm. no. There's no no. <laughs> there, you, did did you say there was a desk? Yes, there's a desk. There's a desk by a a large window. May I go and uh, look through the see if see if the desk is unlocked and check the drawers? Mm, okay. Well, I'll have you do a um, spot hidden for that then. Okay. Can you tell me how to do that again? I'm sorry. And a spot hidden roll. Uh-huh. Um, your what is your spot hidden is forty five, so mm-hmm. you need uh, forty five or lower. Okay, so it's but what am I rolling? What's the roll command? You are rolling you are rolling one D ten plus one D ten. Gotcha. He's counting the second ten that comes up as the ten, so that's a forty nine. That is a forty nine. Mm-hmm. So that is a that is a that's a that's a failed spot hidden. It but is? It's, uh, it is, yes. Oh, yeah. you, need a, you need a 45 or better. Oh, yeah, I got you. Okay. What, what, what? Is so, 45 so you is know, better or 49 is better? No, it's not. In this case. Not in this oh, case. Lower. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, um, no, you don't, you don't find, you don't find anything. You have a good, you have a kind of a good hard look and forage on the desk, but you don't manage to find anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I don't know, perhaps um, some of your um, associates. Could also just do. Well, I was going to suggest, how about if I come over and take a look as a second set of eyes, plus, okay. you know, my yes, uncle. Please. So please. Uh, yes, please. Let's, see, uh, let's see what I can find. I mean, you know, he was kind of messy, wasn't he? <laughs> um, He's spinning in his grave. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Uh Oh, excellent. That is a, that's even, that's even better, because that is, where are we? It's not hidden. Oof, that's a, that's a, that's a, um, 
a very good success. Eighty. Eighty. Well, glad you came over then, there, Jesse. So as oh. you um you um move just uh, there's just sheafs of just paper and notes lying all over the um lying all over the desk, and as you as you move those, a um a small leather bound journal slides out hmm. onto the top of the desk. Um, well, what is this? Did, did, did uncle keep a journal, Thomas? I don't remember that, but. Oh yes. I forgot about that entirely. Yeah. I'm so glad you found it. I, I meant to tell you about it, but I, I misplaced it. Does it, does it contain anything untoward that possibly I shouldn't see? Well, you um, you flip through you flip through the journal, mm-hmm. and um, unfortunately, your your uncle's handwriting leaves leaves a leaves a lot to be desired. Oh, great! But um, as you as you're going through, you find um uh, a journal uh, an entry. Um, uh, of August 30th from 1920, okay. which is um, the day before his disappearance. And um, you, can't, you can't really make out everything. The, the entry seems, to, it seems rather cryptic, and it mentions reaching a decision and joining with my friends below and um so his friends are listed right there yeah and that's that's pretty much all it says you can't really read read the rest of it so it just says something about reaching a decision and joining with my friends below well that's interesting i didn't think uncle had any friends not really that is odd isn't it he never had any visitors that's what thomas says to you Mm -hmm. Uh, he just just him and his books Jesse, do you do you mind if I if I take just a brief look at that journal? Sure, you might have more luck than I do. So I'm going to examine this journal, and I'm going to try to determine. Um, this is probably a very big stretch. Does this seem like the writings of a sane man or <laughs> someone who has uh, been afflicted by some sort of mental ailment? Mm. Well, let me if, see. I if I didn't know where your heart was, Alex, I would be insulted by this, but that's fine. fine. You know. <laughs> to be honest, I was mostly asking that sort of out of character, but uh... well, let's see. Let's have uh, let's have um, Alexander no, um, do a, maybe a psychoanalysis role on that. You think, or a psycho? Let's go psychoanalysis. All right. So that's a seventy. He's uh He's doing very well in class. Well, it's a burgeoning field full of a very interesting, uh, very interesting things. I have a fifty-one. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, you um spend like twenty minutes or so going through here, and um, you conclude that um, there's nothing in any of the earlier entries although they also again mention friends and um 
you you see nothing in there that gives you um, any indication that this person is uh, psychotic in in any way. Mm. And it appears to be of sound mind, although you can't find a reasonable explanation for the, the, these cryptic, these last cryptic entries. They seem somewhat disconnected, with the exception of the uh, the mention of these friends from these uh, friends. Below. Yes, because um, cousin Thomas doesn't doesn't know of any doesn't know of any doesn't know of any friends. Uncle Douglas very much kept to himself. Huh. Below. Uh, Thomas, is there a basement here? I, you know, it's been so long since I've been to the house. I don't remember. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing in the basement. There is a basement, but there's, um, there's, there's, there's nothing down there. It's just, it's just cluttered with, with just old stuff. What kind? What kind of old stuff? Just, um, no, just, uh, just various bits of tat from, um, from Uncle Douglas's old college days, and the coal cellar is down there, of course, obviously. And um, we have the root cellar down there too, but um, no. And Uncle Douglas spent spent no time down there. He spent he either spent all of his time um, either in his study or uh, he liked to go and visit the cemetery occasionally and read there if the weather was fine. The cemetery. The cemetery. He did he ever go to Ann Arbor to the university? Oh, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was a professor at, at Ann Arbor. Well, what up I mean on, is... Up, on, up, until his, up until his retirement 10 years ago. He just, ah. he just wanted to... Um, he was, you know, he was a bit of a curmudgeon, our uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, he was a good-natured fellow, but he didn't, he didn't um, have too much time for people's company. So he just liked to be by himself. Which is odd because he seemed to, you know, cherish their thoughts as long as they were written down. But, but he didn't. Well, I mean, but after his retirement, he didn't spend more time there, and or wasn't there in Ann Arbor around, around the date of this journal entry? Was he? No, no, no. He had the, he has spent he has spent his entire retirement in Arnoldsburg. I see. Okay. Mm. He very very rarely met, even ventured into town. And who are these friends of his? I have no idea. Mm. I knew nothing of them until I saw them in, in the mentioned in the diary entry. Mm-hmm. Mysterious. Uh, is gonna take a, a, he's gonna he's gonna study the study to make sure there isn't anything else like weirdly unusual. He's gonna Sherlock Holmes his way into thinking, okay, so what things were taken here, things were taken there. What else might be out of place? What else can he see? Are you gonna do a well Wentridge should do a spot hidden then? Spot hidden. Yep, spot hidden's getting a lot of, <laughs> lot of mileage today. Okay, oh, then. by the way, whenever you use a, um, whenever you use one of these skills, you should tick off the box. Oh, okay. You only do, only you only need to do it once. Oh, so any okay. any skill you have used, just tick it off. All right, I have a sixty-four, so that's too high for me. Um. Well, you could um. You could uh, try. Um, you could try. Um, you could burn luck on it if you wanted. That would you'd need to use up fourteen luck. 
luck do I have? Or um, that's a lot of luck. That is a lot you, of luck. Or you could, or you could try um, pushing the roll, which is let's um, push it. Okay, you know, you know that if it goes badly, how do I push? I forget. You can have it. You just roll again. Just roll it again. Oh, yes, well. but if you fail, yeah, it'll it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Fine. So you get you get down on he gets down on his hands and knees and start really really going around. That's there. almost Stick exactly the same result. So no, it didn't um, work. And um, as uh, you're doing that, as you're you're getting up, you're by the desk and you slam your head into uh, Douglas's desk, and uh, <laughs> you you give yourself you give yourself one hit point of damage there. Oh. Oh. Look what oh, I found. Are you all right? <laughs> um, I, I see that there's some science and biology books, and because I'm finding anything, I want to go flip through them. Okay, so you go and you flip through those. And there's um, oh. one thing you noticed when you when you stood up, um, uh, Wentworth, and slammed you slammed your head so hard on the um, on the desk that when you did that, uh, you noticed that the window by the desk rattled. Well, let's see whether it was opened recently and not properly closed. And uh, the window is okay. So you try the window, and the window just just almost just falls open. It just swings. It just swings right open just as soon as your your fingers just touch it. So it opens very very easily and swings mm. outward. Uh, are we on the first floor? You are on the first floor. You're on the ground floor. Hmm. So, and uh, is there any evidence of, uh, you know, activity there? Like, might this be where the burglar or burglars came and went? Mm, well, um, what shall we have you do? What are you? Um, where are you looking? And what are you um, examining? Particularly, I'll examine. I'll, I'll examine the casement of the window to start with. The casement of the window. Well, you know, the the, the sill yeah. is in. Okay. Well. Um, you notice that there is um, some some a little bit of uh, dried dried dirt, a little bit of soil on the ledge. Just a, a negligible amount, but still ah. still worthy of your of your notice. Yes, yes. And uh, might that soil have come from this this yard here? So now you're looking at you're looking in the yard. Yes. So as you can you can see out in the yard, um, um, down below the window, that there is um, this kind of a, a muddy, a, a kind of muddy area that's starting to dry out in the uh, so in the summer sun as the as the day is going on. And Edward thinks uh, to himself, footprints perhaps. Well, let me see. Let's have you do a. Um, Let's have you do another spot hit. <laughs> of course. Would uh, Alex be able to jump in on this as well? I like. Can we roll for this the same thing? Because I, I. Sure. Okay. Sure. You can. You although your spot hit is terrible. Thirty six. That 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 wins. That wins. Okay. Okay. I'll hold okay. off. Okay, that's fine. Um. Yeah. You do notice. Um. You notice that there, um, 
there appear to be um, prints visible in the mud. Tell me more. Um, what would you like to know? I would like to know, uh, you know, boots, shoes. Nope. Something else. Um, they are not uh, human footprints. They appear to be the footprints of some form of animal. Oh dear. Perhaps, perhaps you should have maybe uh, you could uh, yeah, refer to um, Miss Kane. I believe Miss Kane was looking through some some. My friends, please. Yes. Yeah, I will. I I have the scientific knowledge. I will come over and check it out. Okay. Um, so you guys all we'll just, just you guys are all just craning out the window over the desk here, or <laughs> we go outside. Okay. Yeah, so okay. The so... investigation moved outside. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's just Scooby Dooing their their heads out the window. So okay, so you so you so you all go outside, and um, so Miss Kane is going to um, take a look in here. Well, you'd probably want um, what have we got here? Well, you got a uh, good science one in biology. Um, your natural world is real good too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's go with let's go with a biology room. All right. Uh, and you have been you have been looking at these. Um, you've been looking at these. What books have you been looking at? The the um, natural history and. Uh, okay. Um, can I have you before we do that? Can we have it? Can I have you do a library role? Sure. A library use role. All right. Is that still the the one D, but not one D plus one D? Yep. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. That's a fifty-four. Hmm. Yeah. Do you want to um? Maybe, uh, do you want to burn some luck on that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so you're going to just burn four luck. So mark your luck down to six there. Down to six. And um, yeah, you gain you gain okay. some some knowledge from um, one of those um, natural history books that you were looking at, mm-hmm. particularly into um, um, one book you find conveniently enough on um, footprints of animals. Okay. <laughs> and um, so, so now you're going to use your um, biology. Okay. Role, and um, you're going to take a look at these prints in the mud. Oof. Um, well, that's an 88. So, more luck. Wow, uh, I sucked today. That's, that's that's pretty bad. I guess you uh-huh. you could yeah you could put you could push your luck. All right. Do you, want, do you want to try pushing it? Yeah, I want to push it. Let's. Can I roll again? Push it. <laughs> oh God. No whammies. Big money, big money. Big money. That's better. 57. That that is a lot better. So um how much luck am I burning on that? None. 
you're okay. well within. You're well. Okay. Your bio, your biology is a seventy, so okay. you're well below that. All right. Um, um, using using the book you found in the library, uh, mm -hmm. Keiko is able to determine, although you seem quite baffled by it, mm -hmm. that the um, the prints in the uh, the prints in the mod initially looked to you like um like cow prints or cattle print like like a very large hoof print mm -hmm. but um as you um look through the the um the book you notice that they don't actually bear any resemblance to to a cow to a cow print and what they actually appear to be are there doesn't appear to be anything in the book that that matches any known animal. The only one that looks even remotely like the print you're looking at is for a goat. But it's, oh, it's a demon. But it's, but it's infinitely larger than oh. it's much too large for a goat print. But it's it it looks almost identical to a goat. But mm. infinitely is a cloven, larger. Is there a cloven hoof? Yes, of course. It's a goat. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I must say, this is unexplained. We must find the explanation. <laughs> uh, there, yeah. there might be an explanation if you, if you um, just went to sleep more often. You hmm. might know. I don't know. Was, uh, Jesse, was your uncle given to animal experimentation? <laughs> I don't no, he was he was pretty much, as far as I know, a scholar, and that was it. He was, okay. he was theoretical, not experimental. But I I don't know. He also in this journal says something about friends. I didn't think he had any. Not mm -hmm. you know, people they hung out I with. If, I wonder if maybe some of his he got with somebody who was an experimenter for some of his theories. You said something about he would go to the cemetery to read, Thomas. Indeed, yes. Um, um, what's the name? Of, what's the name of it? That cemetery, Saint Cuthbert's. Cuthbert's. Yes. Wait, really? No, I it's know. just I wasn't expecting somebody okay. to ask me the name of the cemetery. So now it's Saint <laughs> Cuthbert's. Oh well. <laughs> forgive me. I was like, oh wow, that's that's a I'm, fun crossover. I'm yeah. writing it in now, Saint Cuthbert. <laughs> of the cudgel. <laughs> I would assume. I would assume Thomas that that. Uncle has had books in the library pertaining to the cemetery, didn't he? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay, well, then maybe that won't help. Um, I don't know, everybody. What Do we want to pursue this rather large beast with hooves right away, or should we be trying to figure out maybe, you know, uh, oh, if other people connected to my uncle that could help us? Well, this this uh, this hoof print, although interesting, is obviously not connected with this at all. I mean, it, are we assuming that a goat stole the books and ate them? Is that? Well, no, <laughs> no not a goat. Oh, these hoof prints, do they come in pairs or fours? They appear to be, according to Keiko, um. In pairs. So, either someone was wearing cloven hoof boots, or we have ourselves a pan. Uh, 
Which I There's mean, no so so we're assuming maybe that the burglar had some sort of a obsession with uh, leaving behind cloven footprints, like wearing one explanation. Yeah, I, I believe that seems to be the most likely one, sir. But um, or do these tracks be someone a two-legged being with hooves for feet? Oh, that's ridiculous! It's what did absurd. what did you say, Alexander? There's nothing. There's nothing that that exists like that. No, not at all. Uh, I was asking if the uh, if these are just uh, impressions in the ground, or if this is an actual uh, uh, trail that we could follow. Hmm, that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna have you all. Let me see. Ugh, you're all terrible. We're all terrible. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, I was gonna have you roll a track, but you're all awful except for Jesse, and she's pretty. And she's pretty awful. I pick Latin or English, mm-hmm. <laughs> or or a language I can speak Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, let's just go with let's just go with spa hiddens. So who's the best for spa hiddens right here? Um I'm not 50, you. 50. You're 50-50 and so is why don't why don't Jesse and Jesse and Went where well you can all roll for spa hiddens if you yeah, want. We might all get lucky, yeah. We're all gonna yeah, try. You never know. Cool. So all right. spot hidden. Oh. Twenty six. Alexander's already got it. Probably. Oh, he he's missed it by one. Are you gonna yep. you gonna take burner luck on it? No. Well, actually, just a single point. Twenty nine. Oh no, you don't even need to burn it because um, Jesse's already figured it. Yep. There um, you go. Good job, Jesse. Oh, yep. thank you, Jesse. Jesse. Jesse notices that the oh, wait. um. Is that, that Jesse the, or Keiko? That's Jesse. Both of us, really, oh, but Jesse's the best one. Oh, okay. Jesse. <laughs> Jesse found it first. Um, she notices that um. The trail of prints um, seemed to lead off through a um, kind of a, a well-worn, well-trodden path through the grass that goes through the garden and then um, um, through a, a break in the low wall that surrounds the garden. And then that leads into um, uh, like a copse of trees. And then beyond the trees, the uh, you can still just faintly make out the path and it seems to uh wind in towards uh a cemetery just beyond uh-huh. the trees does it happen to be uh saint cuthbert's cemetery well that is saying you're there thomas says yes that's saint cuthbert's huh. it's just it's just a local cemetery it's still in use hmm. well should we follow the path you guys yes Yes, we shall. Let's uh, do it. As we're heading over, I think that uh, Alexander is going to uh, check his revolver and uh, make sure that it's loaded. Um, especially, and I think if anybody, you know, looks at him askance uh, while while he's doing that, he says, "Well, we're we're on the trail of a burglar uh, who apparently has some sort of obsession with wearing uh, special boots with cloven hooves on them." I, I believe that uh, caution and. Uh, uh, possible need to uh, defend ourselves might be in order. You know, that's still ridiculous because cloven hoofed boots went out of fashion like a few decades ago. <laughs> I, I believe you're right there. <laughs> uh, 
so what's worse? Uh, they they are uh, they are a burglar of poor taste, Mrs. William. Wentworth quickly changes his boots, so hopefully nobody sees. <laughs> <laughs> that, that be that as it may, I guess we should just head on to the cemetery, shouldn't we? Yeah, yes, yes. Way to go. Okay. So um, wait. You, do you hope some of the tombstones are in Latin? You <laughs> you make your way. And, uh, you make your way through the copse of trees. You follow the pathway, and it winds into a um, quite a large cemetery. And it's um, reasonably well tended, although it's you know quite overgrown. There's lots of tall bushes and ancient trees dotting all of the spaces between the gravestones and the tombs, and um, a lot of you know Victorian era. Stuff like large mausoleums, family plots, and stuff. And so it's clear the cemetery's been here for many, many years. And um, so as you're so, so the stairs down. What? <laughs> there are no stairs. There are no stairs down. There are no stairs down. Ah, does this trail go to a mausoleum with stairs down? Uh, well, there are there are a lot. No, the trail. Um, the trail just kind of um, disappeared, actually, when you reached the cemetery. The cemetery, the grasses, you went, you came through a patch of quite tall grass and such, and through another break in the wall of the cemetery. And when you got in there, there's you, there's, you've lost all, all sense of a trail there. Well, hmm. uh, um, so. What would you like to do here? Well, I'd like to just look around, see if uh, see if we spot anything unusual, like okay. maybe more hoof tracks, maybe some discarded books, um, maybe a big sign that says, "Hey, I stole a bunch of books from uh, uh, from uh, Uncle Douglas's place." You know, evidence well, of satanic rituals. No, nearby, you um, you know, in, in shadows. Uh, by a by a large oak tree, you see quite a a tall, dark figure um, that appears to be grasping a, a scythe. What? Is you see, you see a tall, shadowy <laughs> figure standing near an oak tree that no, appears to be holding a grasping a scythe. Is that a tombstone? Well, somebody want to check? It's quite a distance away. Yeah, let's well, approach. Not, not a huge distance away. Okay. Um, <laughs> as you as you approach, um, the figure raises the scythe oh. and brings it down whoosh, into the grass. Oh, he's just cutting grass. Oh, it's a lawnsman. And then he raises it again and brings it back down. So, so that's a uh, Okay, if you're going to approach him, I'm going to, um, you're going to want to, um, when dealing with people in Call of Cthulhu, it's always good to, um, if you want somebody to talk to you, try a charm or persuade. Charm's obviously the best way to go. So um, let me see. Jesse has a charm of 50. Okay. Uh, Wentworth. <laughs> 
Wentworth's not a charming man, nor is Keiko. She's quite standoffish too. And Ooh. and then oh yeah, um Jesse appears to be your best bet for charm. Well, all right then. I guess I guess I will have to do something about this. <clears throat> Let's see. Um excuse me, sir. Okay, you're gonna need to roll. Yeah, I know. Oh, very good. Forty-two. You're on here. Okay. All right. So, um, Jesse rolled a successful charm roll, and the uh, figure gives a startled jump and turns around and oh, oh, oh my goodness! You frightened the daylights out of me. Don't be. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I. I just had a, possibly a few questions, maybe, and my friends might have some questions as well. Um, oh, absolutely! I'd be, I'd be, I'd be quite, quite, quite happy to help you. Are you, are you, are you looking for the, the grave of a relative? Well, unfortunately, I don't think my relative is buried here. Um, we're not sure where he is. Did you know Douglas from the house over yonder? Douglas. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Kimball. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, he was, Mr. Kimball was always here. He was such a pleasant man. Such a very, very pleasant man. He was regularly in here. And um, I, I, I haven't seen him for, oh, over a year now, it must be. I miss seeing him about. He'd often oh. spend time talking to me. We'd talk mm -hmm. about all manner of topics. He was such a... He loved to talk, and he always had books to talk about the weather, politics, and I loved hearing his stories about foreign lands. Oh, rip foreign yeah. lands! He used to he used to sit right over there by that that tombstone, and he points to a points to a, a rather nice um, shaded kind of um, tombstone that has like a it's almost like bench like, and uh -huh. he says, "Oh, uh, Mr. Kimball used to." That was his favorite place to sit, and he would he would read, and I would I would talk to him for a while. What, a, what the fuck? I always do like a Norfolk fucking accent. It's like Michigan. <laughs> it's like all all common laborers are from Norfolk. But however, okay, well, I apologize. That I said sorry. I had to check my my accent was going crazy there. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. My name is Melodias Jefferson. I've been here for twenty years, and maintaining St. Cuthbert's here. Mm -hmm. And uh, we don't get, don't get too many funerals these days, but still still get the odd one. Um, mm -hmm. But um, yeah, Mr. Mr. Kimball was a regular visitor, visitor. I do miss his visits. I do miss our chats. But I, if you'll please excuse me, I, I must get back to my get back to my work here, if that would be all right. Um. Guys, um, Keiko, did any of you want to ask him something really quick before we lose him? Mm, I feel satisfied. Thank no, you. I think that's. I think. I think that was. That was quite good. <laughs> well, sir, uh, thank you for speaking with so briefly. Uh, you haven't happened to see anything unusual last last couple of days, such as uh, unusual tracks or anything nearby. Oh. Hmm. Uh, he seems to he seems to clam clam up a bit about that, and he, he gets a bit. I I, I 
no, I wouldn't know anything about about things like that. I have to get back to my work now. Say, goat hoops of unusual size? What, sir? Goat hoops of unusual size. Uh, No, I think being in a graveyard is playing tricks with your mind, sir. I must get back to my work. Have they been playing tricks with your mind? Ooh, tell me more. What are you going to do here? I I just look eagerly like I, I expect him to just tell me more. Like there's a stupid grin on his face. On Wentworth's face. <laughs> like well, and, he, and he's he's like he's like tenting his fingers, like, ooh, he's gonna tell me. Well, you're gonna have to try and um what are you gonna do? Are you going to try and intimidate him? Intimidate? Oh gosh, no. Do I even have an intimidate skill? I don't. Oh, I guess I do. It might be scaring him a little bit. I, I mean, clearly, yeah, he I. Seems just, he seems just scared. I mean, you're talking about. Yeah. That superstitious yokel. I mean, well, Wentworth. Michigan. Wentworth, <laughs> Wentworth thinks he's very charming. I'll go ahead and roll my pathetic charm and see what happens. You're gonna you, roll your what? My charm. Your charm is like fifteen. I know, and I got a twelve. Or is it a? Actually, two? that's a two. That is yeah. a zero two. I actually got it. Very charming. That is a zero two, yes. Yeah. Um No, um he's he's just he just just shaking his head and he's like those are just, just what kind of stories are you trying to tell, sir? Mm-hmm. I think what? I think being in a graveyard is, is playing tricks on your mind. Mr Mr. Jefferson, could you yes. point out could you point out where my uncle used to sit? And maybe we'll just walk over there and and look. Oh yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. He says, and he he points that one right over there, and he points to a a nice. Uh, it's like I said, it's a, a kind of a low low tombstone with a. It's almost like bench shaped, and it's near a tree, so it's a perfect. It's a you know a perfect reading spot. It's nice and shaded. Well, well God God bless God bless you, Mr. Jefferson. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Thank Jefferson. You. Good day. Good day. Thank you for visiting. I will. Uh, okay. And he, you know, wanders off. And he goes back to his scything. <laughs> well, let's walk over to the bench, folks. Yep. All right. Okay. And you walk over. Do I need to describe this? Fucking episode again. It's, no. it's it's quite nice. It's um, it's uh, it's made of um, white marble and then carved into it. It's uh, in loving memory of slab bulkhead is the name on there. <laughs> huh. you, you know I was gonna get him in. <laughs> And it's just, it's sitting under a, a nice uh, willow tree. Um, it's got um, like sand, sandy, like gravelly, but mostly sandy ground around it. It's a very, very pleasant, very pleasant spot for to uh, have some time to oneself. Look around here. Are there any? You have um, a look around? Okay, yeah. we can do spot. You, you guys can do spot hidden or track. Yeah. 
Yes, exactly. Uh, whichever whichever ones you want to do. Spot hidden for me. Yeah, spot hidden for yeah, sure. That's probably going to be spot hidden. And then just um, let me know if you get a success. Okay. Spot hidden is I need to get a 25. Gosh, darn it. Nope. I'm um, going to I'm going to press my luck if no one succeeds. Okay, I've got oh 76. Yikes. Um Cause I am very convinced there's going to be something here. Dang. Did we all end up failing? Yeah. You all end up failing. Um, all right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press my luck. For, like, Wentworth, is, Wentworth is absolutely convinced right. there's going to be something here. So. Um, yeah, Jesse could always try a track roll. All right. Ooh, I got a six. You got a on six? My, on my pressing up my luck. Okay, that's fine. Um, uh, you notice the um, hoof-like tracks in in quite um, quite large numbers. They look mm. kind of like well, well, large numbers, isn't they? You, there's just a lot of them. I mean, it could be it could be several of these hoofed things, or it could be just one that's been here numerous times. There's there are also um some just human just footprints too. But, I put on uh, good authority that these creatures travel in single file to hide their numbers. Oh goodness. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, wrong game. And um you notice that the um the the tracks uh trail off towards a um a large rather old uh mausoleum. And um, the mausoleum is, uh, you know, it's a, you know, sealed with a, you know, a, a, a heavy iron door, as these mausoleums tend to be. Well, I think uh, the only thing to do is to go in, correct? Yeah, can we open that door? Yeah. Okay, so who's going to give it a go? Uh, I'll gonna, go. That would require a strength roll. So, um, ooh, Jesse's Jesse's strong, and but Alexander's also going to give it a go here. Yep. Alrighty. <laughs> yeah, got it. Let's see. All right. That's a thirty. Oh, both of you got it. Okay. <laughs> so you open the you. Heave it open, and it opens with like uh, it's very heavy, and it opens with a, a loud creak. And as it opens, just this, this foul stench just overwhelms both of you. So I'm gonna have to ask both of you to uh, roll a Constitution check for each of you. For Jesse, that's an eighty or better, and for for Alexander, it's a fifty or. Better. Hmm. Hold on. Oops. Hang on. <laughs> Sixty-five. You're fine. Oh, woof. Just under it, right? Just under. Ate it. You don't need to roll. Nobody else needs to roll. Oh, okay. Because I got just, eighty constitution, so I yeah, think I'm all right. Just, just those two. Mm-hmm. So you're fine. And so as the uh, you open up the mausoleum, and it's a 
it's just a uh, inside it is a just a, a large darkened room and in the center of the room is a uh, just a stone sarcophagus and um it's surrounded by um it's lit by stained glass windows that bring in the bring in the sunlight from outside i should still point out that it's only um you arrive at nine o'clock in the morning now it is Oh, it's approximately one thirty in the afternoon, and it oh, is still, right. still, it is early June of nineteen twenty-two, and it's a, it's a bright, sunny day. So, nice. If you're afraid of vampires and werewolves and beasties, well, those aren't real, so nothing to be worried about. Hmm. Then what are these? What are these disembodied voices you're speaking with then? <laughs> um yeah so we're in this uh so it's there doesn't appear to be any other obvious exits from this mausoleum no you can do a spot hidden uh, i'd like to do that okay well, more just for obvious but yeah. i'd like to you know continue to just look around and yeah. see if i can find things Ooh, oh, oh that's, that's a six. six absolutely um i find everything you find everything pack up go home Hey, there's Douglas. Calm, just, uh, just forward me the PDF of the, uh, of the adventure, and I'll just describe what I find to everyone. <laughs> okay. Um, it's H.P. Lovecraft. What you find is unspeakable. <laughs> and un it's unknowable. And the only description um, is things are indescribable. Yes, indescribably unknown and unspeakable. Um, well, you notice that the um, the lid of the sarcophagus, you do notice, you know, some, um, there's like, you know, Dust and debris on the on the ground, and there's like um you know um dried leaves and such in here, and and you do notice again more of these uh, prints that seem to be around, but you also notice that the um the lid of the sarcophagus has a lot of um scratches around it, and um, it appears to be quite smoothly worn along the lid along the edge, where it looks like it's been you know moved repeatedly so there's been a kind of an abrasion going on between the actual lid and then the surface of the of the stone sarcophagus we must open it all right anyone want to give me a hand i jesse i believe is very athletic okay. straight up strength will do it nice. i am not opening that that's that's a crime against the dead. Well, I, I'm uh, here and I'm, I'm eager to see what's going on, but I, I don't know if I can participate in that part of it. Well, oh, I, so I, it's, I, it's, I can because it's, it's science. It's a dead body. I can I can examine that, but my strength isn't very good. So what's what's Jesse going to do? Assert that there is no body in there because of the tracks. Did you not see them? Yeah, it does no appear to be tracks. some sort of passageway more than an actual. Uh, you know what, uh, Miss Williams, uh, I, I do agree with your sentiment. However, I don't believe that there is uh, a body within this within this this edifice. It might be, uh, I believe it's uh, a covering of some sort. Now that being said, I am straining myself up against this uh, this uh, this lid. If you wouldn't be willing to, uh, you know, help out a little bit. Yeah, unfortunately, Alexander is not not strong enough to. To I, I will, I will, I will help you. 
And may God forgive us all. Young lady, this is where the burglars came from. Hmm. We'll see. <clears throat> mm -hmm. <laughs> 47. And Jesse manages to put, put Alexander to shame by just easily, easily just just sliding the uh, the sarcophagus lid to one side. Yeah, and no um, and um, as she does, it it reveals um, inside the the sarcophagus is filled with the desiccated, oh. uh, rotting remains oh. of what was probably a wooden coffin. Oh. And, okay. um, Not a body, just a coffin. Below that, um, the stone has been dug through, and there is a large, a large hole that... Um, Leads downwards. Yes. From beneath the sarcophagus. Oh, in we must go. Is there an animal that would do something that could do something like this? I know that rats can do through concrete, but you know. Ooh. Well, a goat. <laughs> I was asking Keiko. Oh yes, of course. I'm sorry. Ask me again, please. Is there some sort of an animal that could, you know, create this hole? Besides, you know, say a rat, but I mean, just oh, I know. Oh, a there goat. Are plenty, there are plenty of, you know, burrowing animals. Um, I can maybe take a look and, you know, inspect that. But yes, there, there are many animals that dig burrows besides rabbits and moles. And I mean, if they're a claw mark or something, goats don't burrow. Oh, oh God. But, but it was so much. But it was so much larger than a regular goat. So I'm not even sure it's a goat because it doesn't really correspond to any. Okay, this is disturbing. Um, yeah, we can't have this 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 goat gif. Here. This needs to go because this goat just. This is this is Tatters and his. <laughs> I, I have to I have to I have to delete that. I All right, just, I'll get rid it's, of it. It's so distracting. I got rid of it. It's really uh, funny, there... but it's really distracting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Sorry. So I, I don't know if there's any goat creatures that would do this, but <laughs> like your uncle, maybe the goat has friends. <laughs> well, right. I mean, <laughs> so Sorry. Does, does this tunnel appear to be man-made? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, man-like made. It's yeah. um. It's it's been you know it's it's quite smoothed and rounded out, um, and it's you know it's not like a it's not like a it doesn't appear to be like a straight drop down just into the darkness. Mm -hmm. It it does very much kind of have a kind of a gradual slope to it. So it, like its initial um, the initial entry into it is not that deep, but. It does look, it definitely looks like it slopes downward. Okay. Well, uh, this makes me believe that our burglar might be a part of a, a group of people. Uh, otherwise, they wouldn't be able to dig this kind of tunnel oh, themselves. Um, uh, yeah, I think that Alexander takes out his revolver and he takes out a, a flashlight and he... Oh, um, does he have a flashlight? 
Did you remember to pack a flashlight? Oh, I mean, um, I didn't. Uh, well, why don't you? Why don't let me see? Why don't you make a look roll, and okay. we'll see if you remember to pack that flashlight. I got nothing. Uh, a look roll. Look. L u c k. L u c k. I got a thirty-eight. My luck is yes. fifty. Yep. Okay. Sure enough. Sure enough. You had that flashlight. Oh, good thing I thought about this. So if you'd failed, you still had your lighter, didn't you? Yeah. So okay. So is the the consensus is that you're you're going in there, so you've got your revolver and your flashlight. Mm-hmm. And um what order are you going in? I guess it only matters if you're are you going in first or who's going in first? The person with the light I definitely go in first. Who? The person with the light should go in first, yes? Yep, and then I go. Okay, is anyone else going in? Oh, of course. Jesse, would, <laughs> would you like to go next? Well, someone needs to protect him. So, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> okay, okay, so you all, you all, you all go in. Yeah. Wentworth goes last. Yes, okay. yes, he does. <laughs> Ladies first. Oh. Okay, so you find yourself, you sit, you make your way down through the tunnel, and it, it's it's quite large. It's um, I'd say it's maybe maybe it's like maybe like four feet across, and maybe four four feet up, three four feet up. So I mean, you can basically you can you can crawl quite easily through it. It's 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 quite wide. It's not super wide but like you can't but you can't new i can't my jacket is new oh well <laughs> suppose you could leave it up in the in the in the mausoleum oh it's chilly down here it's yeah. it's i'm fine it's fine it's all in the name of knowledge here we go <laughs> and let me see i am um... So as you, you you go down and it you you're very much aware that the um that the tunnel is very much sloping downwards mm-hmm. constantly and the uh the light behind you the daylight from drifting in from the mausoleum is now is now gone so oh, you're, God, you're finding yourself so you're finding yourself quite quite deep underground um hey, this is and, exciting <laughs> as as you're coming along, then you um you reach a um Alexander Kilgore set. <laughs> you 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 are you reach a you reach a branch in the in the tunnels where one goes off to the left and one goes off to the right. So I'm going to ask um Keiko Miss Kane huh? yes. um to um to roll a navigate check here because right. you, you have the best navigate skill. Others gotcha. are also welcome to attempt so if you like, but all of all of your navigates are terrible. Yeah. So you roll a 68 years is god awful also. But I, I, um, you're all welcome to uh, attempt a navigate roll. Cool. Why not? Right. Yeah. Twenty-nine. Um, Can I take his roll as mine? <laughs> no. Damn. 
Mm -mm. I could push my well, luck. Okay, well, we could see. Um, what about um, uh, Wentworth. Wentworth? Is he going to give it a go? Should I be rolling? Yeah, yeah. We're trying to see if I you see. can get a navigate roll. It's um, you only I have can. navigate of ten. Yeah. They're all yeah. pretty terrible. It's, I wasn't even going to try it. So all right, we'll we'll try it's it. Worth, um, just so Jenny doesn't necessarily have to do a push. Twenty six. I missed. Twenty six. Well, you want you want to try a push, Jay? Yeah, sure. Why not? Otherwise, um, Alexander could um, burn nineteen. Look. No, no, no! I'm not going to make him do that. Okay, that's still bad. That's thirty-two. So you would only have to burn two. Look. Yeah, I'll do it then. Okay. Um. Then we leave the uh, the choice of going left or right is up to Keiko. Uh, left. Good choice. Good choice. Um, uh, so, you so you start, start. going through the. Uh, why am I hearing myself? Somebody's broadcasting me. I'm hearing no. myself echoed. Um, so you continue downward, and um, uh, you feel like you've been going for maybe uh, thirty minutes or so, and um, then you come upon a um a pronounced drop the tunnel becomes a pronounced drop and it's 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 still just a couple of feet but it's it's straight down and um so as you lower yourself you lower yourselves down into that and you find yourselves in a slightly larger chamber it's maybe uh six feet wide about six feet high it's you know it's it's tall enough to stand up in and leading off in seemingly every direction from this chamber are um tunnels similar to the one you arrived here from hmm. and um as um as If you want to have a you know, look around here, perhaps with your flashlight, yes. Alexander. So we're just. Uh, yeah, you maybe want to. You maybe want to just have a look around with your flashlights here. So, so you, so Alexander is shining his flashlight around, and as you're you're flashing it, um, you catch something very large. And very fast, just dart across the beam of your of your flashlight. Okay, I try to track it, or I try to like kind of follow it with the light. Okay, so you you follow you you know it 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 went down one of the tunnels, and as you um as you as you approach it, um, are you all following close behind here? Yes, I must. Yes, yeah. um, I have my hockey stick at the ready. <laughs> I have my Bible. Um, <laughs> that'll work. You hear, you hear a low, you hear a low growling sound. Oh boy! And the 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 tunnel <clears throat> that you're following just seems to end, and it seems to like veer off to your right. And 
where it veers off to the right, you can clearly see a large hand grasping the edge of the tunnel. Uh, and this hand is unlike any hand you have ever seen before. It's like approximating the size of a man's hand, slightly larger. And it, it, looks, it looks almost human, but um, it has long, thick, yellowed, claw-like nails on the end of each finger. And it is um, covered in like just gray, oily skin. And there's just just patches of just moss and just there's just patches of moss and mold growing all over the skin, and um, just kind of a, a dank, wet kind of fur on the on the the piece of the arm that you can see. And I'm going to have to ask you all to make a sanity roll. Okay. Sanity roll, yikes. So what's there... do we do we want to roll higher or lower than that sanity? Oh no, your sanity you just wanna you just wanna roll low. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Oh god, ninety six, are you kidding me? Oh shit. Very cool. So what did you get? Wow. Eighty two. Wow, Damon. Holy crap. Ninety nine. I got the worst possible result. Okay. Actually, it's it's the same. It's the same as Jenny's. Ninety six to one hundred is terrible. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! Uh, you know, it's up, so basically, it's up to Kathy to save us all. Oh my goodness, this is not. You know, can we all circle around and pray? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, what happens? Uh, okay. Oh wow! And you're you, wow! You just missed your sanity by two. Oh, yeah. that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> Am I able to like put use my luck no, or anything? No, you can. No, right. not, on a, not on a sanity roll. Unfortunately, you can't use it on a sanity or a luck roll. Um, so um, what about Jesse? Is she gonna roll? Did she roll? I did. I did. Oh, you had a fifty-four. Are you okay on that? Um, let me see. Where are you? Your sanity is no. Your sanity is fifty. So yeah. you're you're all over bad. you're over on your setting. It's all bad. Okay. We're oh. losing our minds. Wow, I wasn't expecting this. <clears throat> okay. Sure the dice <laughs> the dice have spoken. Oh my goodness, the dice have spoken. So now okay. it's mostly just us screaming, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, please don't scream. I'm I can still hear your screams from the last one. So, okay. Okay. What am I going to say? We will just. We're all crazy. Dead. We're all insane. You're all fine. Okay. What? No. No, 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 no. You're you're all fine. Hold on. He says reassuringly as well. Okay. We're all um, Alexander? 
Alexander, you lose two Sani. Okay. Boop. Bye. Keiko Bye. loses one. Oof. Wentworth loses three. Didn't need it anyway. And Jesse loses two. <laughs> and um and this hand, you know, there's this a low guttural growl coming, and this hand slowly starts to um you know almost um apprehensively make its make its way make its way back around the corner and it disappears around the corner. Of the tunnel. Okay, uh, Alexander is going to get himself back together a little bit after uh -huh. seeing giant hand, um, and he is going to press on. You're gonna go. You're gonna go after that. Hell yeah! Okay. I mean, it's obviously. Okay. I mean, we shouldn't. We shouldn't judge the man for his deformities. <laughs> I'd be one of your uncle's friends. Okay, so Alexander presses um, oh. forward, and as you um, as you turn, um, I assume you have your revolver at the ready. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, and as you as you as you as you turn as you turn the corner, I mean, you go you go very gingerly. Mm -hmm. and as you turn the corner, um, and slowly arc the beam of your your flashlight um, in the tunnel towards you. Um, you just see these enraged eyes staring back at you. And they are just in this large, you know, dog-like face with just just huge um uh, they're just they're they're not human teeth at all. They're almost like from from below, they're almost tusk-like, and then uh, there's a very much a kind of a, a lower underbite of these two yellowed tusk-like teeth that come out, and then just just from the top, just large incisors. Again, they're just yellowed and um, broken, and it is just covered in this gray, leathery, mottled, um, just mold-covered. And black, rancid, wet fur, and it you know it just has these, and below it has these huge, cloven hoof feet. So it's it's it is unlike anything you have you have ever beheld before, and um, the mere the the mere sight of seeing this thing in. In its in its full in its full horror, um, is go is is going to uh, require another sanity roll. Okay, great. I'm better at those now, right? Is that yeah, how that works? You sure. Break your mind no, a little uh, bit, and you get better at it. Uh, that's, yeah. I know it's not it. Give experience. Yeah, it's all good. I got a twenty-two. 
22. You are good. You're Great. fine. Okay. Um, after the, the initial uh, fear of um, being caught in your flashlight, the creature just lashes out at you with these these just these clawed hands and just starts um, hurtling down the tunnel towards you. Oh, yeah. Uh, how many times can I shoot? Uh, three, I believe. Um, uh, we're going to go for combat, but you have you have a dexterity of 110. Wow. Thanks yeah. to the fact that you have a that you have a readied weapon. So um, you're going to have the advantage in this, and so what is your weapon skill? Is is a 40? Yes. Okay. So that's what you're going to do. You're going to open fire. I sure am. So I, um, and this is probably going to be me kind of walking a little bit. I Ooh, rolled a 17. 17. Nice. 17. Not only is that, not only is that a success, that is a hard success. <laughs> and the creature. Right. Yeah. Okay. Bolts out of the tunnel towards you and it's jaws open right in front of your face. And it's, Jaws open so wide you can tell that it it can just it can just fit the entirety of your head in its jaws. But as it's leaping towards you, you fire your revolver and the bullet enters right through its mouth, out through the back of its skull. And you can hear a sickening just splash of whatever was inside its head. And the beast goes from being, you know, a foot in front of you to six feet on the ground down the tunnel. And it just twitches and jerks. And then it just lets out this, this, you just hear its last breath escaping and it just shudders one more time and is then completely still. That was a very dramatic death. Uh, Alexander edges yeah. a little bit closer. Like as you edge, so, as you as you edge closer, with, yeah. Um, you start to hear another growl <laughs> further down the tunnel in front of you, past the creature, and it sounds a much more enraged and agitated growl. <laughs> and um, the rest of you also become aware of um, more agitated and angry growling coming from seemingly all of the tunnels around you. Oh, boy. Ladies, ladies, gentlemen, I believe we should be quit of this place. (laughs) Yes. No arguments for me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou, (laughs) my staff, they comfort me. So, yes, let's go. So as, as 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 you're returning, you just see um, another of these hideous beasts slide from the tunnel to the left, and then another from a tunnel to the right, and another above and below. And before you can reach the tunnel from which you left, or from which you arrived here, um, you just find yourselves completely surrounded from all sides by these hideous creatures 
Oh dear. Um, so, um, unfortunately, unfortunately, Alexander. Fortunately for Alexander, he has already witnessed this creature, but the rest of you have not seen any of these creatures in their full form. So the other three of you are going to need to roll sanity rolls here. Yeah. Uh, uh oh. That's a nine. Not good at all. Oh wow. Oh no. <laughs> oh, five's good. Right? No, five's real good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's Latin. I don't know what it means. <laughs> I'm just I'm just laughing like I understand it. Forty six, I make it. Forty six, you make it. Oh say, so um Keiko. No, Keiko makes it. Uh, it's just... Uh, I did not. Jesse. Jesse does not make it. So, um, How can I make it? That's 105, isn't it? Zero 0.5. Oh, zero 0.5. Okay. On 10-sided dice, the 10 is oh, a 0. Oh, got it. I got gotcha. you. I was going to say, damn, I failed miserably. <laughs> see, on, the, um, on seeing like these... Seeing the, the, the beast's hand was like a, a 1d3 on the, uh, the fright meter. But um, seeing them in all of their glory is going is going to be a one d six, which I'm rolling here for Jesse. Oh dear! And, oh, thank Christ! <laughs> um, so you take a four insanity loss. Okay. At least, well, look at it this way: at least you're not going into a bout of insanity like you did in Egypt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so you take you take four insanity. Oh no, that's different. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Of... What do you guys? What do you guys want to do? Oh, uh, Alexander is Go just ahead. firing away at whatever, uh, oh. whatever of these creatures would be in our way. So you're gonna you're gonna get everybody. Okay, so you're gonna start off combat. Oh yeah. I guess you don't. You guys really don't have a choice. Hey, we're surrounded by these things, and we don't know what they are. They, <laughs> I was going to ask, just to be sure, like, do they happen to be trying to shepherd us down a tunnel? No. We, there's no, literally... I think they, they pretty much seem like um, um, after Alexander blew the brains out of one of them, they seem pretty much ready to tear you all limb from limb. Oh, so we can't we can't communicate with them or anything ridiculous like that? <laughs> no, I do not. I do not believe so. So, um, fortunately for you, um, Combat is arranged by dexterity, and you you are all going to get a turn before these uh, creatures do. The, uh, so that's good. The that's the good news. The bad news is that there are at least a dozen of them. So there's three creatures <laughs> for for every one of you. So, but but um, um, Alexander, are you still you're still just going to go ahead and and shoot here? Yeah, I mean, my, okay. my goal is to shoot at enough of them that we could try to run back. You're gonna, out you're gonna try, the... and sh you're gonna try and shoot your way out. So you're yeah. basically, so um, the ones that are between you and the the tunnel you came in through, mm -hmm. you're gonna, you're gonna try and go. Okay, okay. well, uh, go ahead and make your uh, make your roll. Yep. So that's a sixty-five. Uh, but I get like three shots. Is that right? No, it's a forty. What? It's a forty on your on your revolver. Yeah, it's a forty, but I got a sixty-five, so it's a failure. Oh, 
Okay. Right? Okay. I didn't see your roll. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. So um, your your shot misses. Um, and then, so do I get two more shots? I I don't completely understand. Um, I gotta I gotta read that actually. Not quite sure if you do get two more shots. Um, you know what? What the hell? I'm gonna give you two more shots. Okay. Let's go. For I mean, we're gonna die. So yeah, just uh, gonna, yeah, let's go. But um, actually, for for your next one, you also get you get a penalty die. Okay, so that's I roll an additional d10, correct? Yep. So and it's d10 plus d10 plus d10. Okay, so I take the worst one. So that's, that's a, a 64. 64. Okay. And again, with a penalty. I rolled three d10. What does that do? Just add them all together. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, it does. Which is not. No, it's not good. It okay, doesn't break. So it doesn't break them up properly. It does. No, it does oh, it by always, descending okay. order. Gotcha. No, dang it. Let me just... Okay, so that 10 that I just rolled is my bonus because I accidentally rolled a D19. Oh, okay. But it doesn't matter because that's gonna be a 97. No. So all all of all of your all of your shots miss. Um yeah. uh, so damn it, you're okay. useless. <laughs> so, <laughs> So Keiko, do you want to uh, do you want to fight your way out with your hockey stick or your penknife or or not? Oh, does she not hear us? Hockey oh, stick. Okay. I'm going to go for... bludgeon some hockey stick people. Okay. What do, uh, what do I roll? Just the regular one d ten, one d ten. Yep. One, Ooh. oh, spectacular! Fantastic, right? Yeah. So I, I yeah, you're, you're, you're a major goal. You're, yeah, your hockey stick, your hockey stick catches uh, one of the beasts just right at the neck, and it's column, so you know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you you hit it with with such force that the head comes just clean off. It just saws. <laughs> it just saws through it like a like a samurai sword. Yeah. And um. Just this, just this foul, just stench of just black black blood that just flies everywhere and just, just covers you from head to toe. And the other the other creatures just like scream in a rage and just come hurtling towards you even more and just just um and they they knock Keiko to the ground. Uh, is anyone else is anyone else going to uh, attempt combat here, or are you okay, going to attempt to flee? Just, just a question here. I just had a very successful roll there. Yes, why, why do I get knocked to the ground? Because there are still eleven other of these things oh. here. Oh God! Okay. Great. What's your? And I'm what's telling. Your, I'm telling a spooky story. Okay. What, what's your? What's your dex, uh, uh, Miss Williams? Fifty. Oh, she's before no, me. No, then. no, forty. No, 40. no, she is. Oh. She is before you. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. She is. Yeah, sorry. That might. That I. I. It dropped out. Uh, for some reason, I. I couldn't even hear how this whole thing started. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but now I'm back. But that's okay. I figured out we're all fighting. You know, I'm in the mood for a brawl. What the heck? Should we do it? Yes. I don't know. Okay. What have. Okay. Mm. Well, what does she have? You are. You are unarmed. So. 
You're just going, you're just going. I have, and I have my Bible. Can I hit them with the Bible? No. <laughs> you just go. Faster my pen knife or something. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, you need a 60 or better. Okay. Uh, hang on. I know the monsters are all waiting for me. Uh, <laughs> shoot. Or no. No, that's not good. That's not it. Okay, never mind. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you want to. Um, oh no, you can't burn any luck. So um, you 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 swing at you swing at one of the creatures with with your Bible in your hand, but you just you just you just you just miss completely and just fall pathetically to the to the ground. I mean, it just it just it just it just, it just leaps upon you and just ends oh. you ends you. Oh, well then. Is is reading a Bible incantation going to be helpful? I mean, are these devil creatures or what? You can try. <laughs> Well, um, but but not not because it's it's Wentworth's turn. Wentworth's turn. I'm just curious. Right now. Go ahead. Wentworth takes out the small photo in the beautiful frame of his wife Jane and kisses it. <sighs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. And as as he does so, um, three of the creatures just pile upon him one after the other and <laughs> drag him drag him to the floor. And as he's dragged to the floor, you just you hear uh a voice above everything else just screams, stop, stop. Uh And all of the creatures just, just go quiet. And as you, you look and you see, um, this creature come in to sight. And while it looks somewhat like these creatures, Uncle Douglas. Um, it has some still tattered remnants of clothing upon it. And it has it has gray hair <laughs> and oddest of all, it has it's wearing like these um wire rimmed spectacles. Uncle but it is but he had, it is so hideous and frightful. That again, you must, you, um, you must, you're just completely overcome with fear and shock at seeing this creature. That, and you all just lose consciousness, <laughs> and everything goes dark, and then you awake. And you find yourselves lying on grass. And when you look up, it is night. And you can see the star-filled sky above you. And as you look over, you see um, the uh, almost man-like monstrosity standing in the doorway of the mausoleum. And it says to you, you should not have come here. I only wanted my books and to be left alone with my friends. We're abandoning this place. They no longer wish to leave here. 
they no longer wish to live here. But I couldn't leave without 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 being able to read a book again. And so I grabbed as many books as I could to take with us before they seal this tunnel forever. Who are these friends of yours? You need not bother yourself with these. They are merely ghouls. <laughs> but then it is still an unexplained phenomenon. And with that, the figure goes inside the mausoleum and the door slams shut behind him. <laughs> Huh. The the end. <laughs> the end. Holy the end. cow. Wow.